0: I think that I should be Steve Jobs for Halloween. No joke. Wear the glasses, shave my head. Carry around a bunch of Apple products. Yep. And then wear my black turtleneck with some uh, nice jeans up to my boobs. Yep. Yep. Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Nope, that's wrong. Steve Jobs. Oh. (laughs) Fizz. Fizz. Buzz. Hashtag FBP. I know
0: FBP. We've made... An acronym. Oh, don't get me started. I know, but I was so excited that we made
1: an acronym. And, like, we're now, like, calling it FBP. FBP, Like, it's a project. FBP. Yeah. And what I liked about it, too, was it's very hard to type out FizzBuzz podcast. But it's really (laughs) easy to type out FBP. FBP? More people should get into acronyms. I'm telling you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, hello, I am Stacy, and I am Mo. and you're listening to
0: FizzBuzz Fizz Podcast,
1: podcast um, which is obviously your favorite tech comedy podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is episode two, isn't it? Episode dose. It's so exciting. Yeah. Numero dose. Because guess what? Episode one was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: best. We are absolutely over the moon about just all the support that we got from everybody and um the just the fact that you all rallied together and listened and listened
1: yeah like absolutely over the moon over the moon blown away over the mo over the mo (laughs) (laughs) um and just like really humbled and just like thank you for listening really hashtag thank you very much hashtag thank you Next episode, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: We're here and we're ready to go for we're ready to go.
1: EP Numero Dos. EP Do. Um, but, yeah. Um, so. Oh, Mo. Yes. What is... Okay, so part of our shtick, right, is that we both live in Ireland. Mm. So... I want to do a section. Maybe this will be the only time we do this, (laughs) uh, depending on feedback. But um, what is something you really like about Ireland this week? Well, it's been
0: absolutely gorgeous. Mm. The sun has been out. The days have been long. Uh, but I think, yeah, the what is it? The long stretch. Ah, uh, the long stretch in the eve. The long stretch is just the coolest thing. So one thing about Ireland that's very different from where I'm from is that you know it's about like half three, a quarter to four in the evening in the winter, and it's just pitch black, dark, cold, moist, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I want to stay inside. But then summer rolls around and it's spring here um, and it just gets so bright and you go into the old stretch mm-hmm. of the evening and, you know, it's 11 o'clock, n- nearly midnight and the sun is just slowly, you know, creeping down and I love it and I love that we're, we're getting into that time where you can just play all day and all night and then some more. So, yeah. Yes. How about you, uh,
1: Stacey Stace? So one thing that I've uh, caught on to a couple times this week, as I've been working with some Irish co-workers, um, is there's this phrase in Ireland, right? And this phrase is something that the Irish people say when they've finished a task and they're like mentally prepared themselves to start a new task. And they're just like ready for this new task. And you know what they say? now no and it's kind of like like on the exhale of the breath just like now and then they're able to start the next task and so that's just something I noticed and I think is really cute and endearing and every time I hear it I'm just like (laughs) now no 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 no. No. and I've even started saying it like I'll make my bed in the morning and I'll like pop a pillow on I'll just be like now and it's like, I'm satisfied with the work I've done in this task and I'm ready for the next activity. You know? I just think it's really nice. Not right now. Not right now, but now. 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 It
0: is, it's very breathy, I think.
1: Now. Now. <gasps> no. <Yeah. laughs> well, now. Moving on. Now. Um. <laughs> Okay, so now we have a, I guess, uh, audience interactions corner. Um, if you listened to the first episode, which you, if you haven't, you should go do, um, we referenced um, a full stack uh, software engineer as a buy engineer. And so we said, you know, we'd workshop it, but actually... Uh, we're joined right now by you know long-time listener, full-time flatmate Milo. And um, Milo, you had a better uh, name for a bi-engineer?
0: Y- yeah, um, I mean, well, thanks for the introduction, but um, I don't know why this didn't. Like, it's, it's, it's not much of a not much of a leap. Bitextual. by tech Bitempshual. Yeah, I mean, yeah, C C H. I mean, you could. I guess. Put an X instead. Text- you know? Textual. textual. Text- no, no, no. Te- te- textual. textual. No T. T- textual. Textual. <laughs> textual. That sounds like something different. No, no, no. We're not talking about anything. Um, that in that okay, this is, uh, this is taking a very different turn. Um,
1: <laughs> well, we're really glad to get your input. Here. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Um, it's a joy pleasure as always yes amazing thanks for joining us today and thanks for filling our listeners in on the official title so mo as an ex uh student student and demonstrator for a course what are we going to learn about today
0: today we're going to talk about what i like to call the big pick um, so we're going to talk about the big picture because Stacy and I alike mm-hmm. found uh, the computer science course
1: really challenging. It was rough, mm. wasn't it? Oh, it was, it was really difficult. There are a lot of times where I thought I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> um, where <laughs> Had to build uh, ourselves up had to build and each just, other up. Yeah, I have to be your own cheerleader and have to find somebody who can be a cheerleader for you sometimes and just like really push you through it because... It was it was challenging as hard and it was full on. It was it was full
0: on and I think that there were so many aspects being thrown at us mm. literally and it was hard to know how they all fit together especially in the beginning.
1: Yeah, cuz I don't think I fully knew how everything fit together until like a year into the course.
0: Totally even later for me maybe (laughs) even now even now
1: i'm like how does this even work what is an api what does this mean oh i got an api (laughs) stacy um arnold palmer institute yes (laughs) (laughs) no uh what does it mean i've just gone blank Uh, that's okay we'll we'll move on (laughs) (laughs) now um so okay so describing the big picture i think in hindsight 2020 vision you know um breaking up the big picture into little digestible chunks then putting it all together is the best way to go about it it's like a puzzle It's like a puzzle. You know what I mean? You can take
0: it apart, you can put it back together, and you kind of see how it all works.
1: Yes, exactly. So, dear listener, we are going to describe to you some of the puzzle pieces, and then hopefully, at the end of the episode, tie them all together so that you get the sense of the big picture without having to do all the work we had to do. (laughs) (laughs) Or, if anything, just have...
0: A little bit more of an understanding or maybe a bit of a laugh mm. you know uh, anything
1: is a win in our book yeah <laughs> if we can get a laugh out of you we've already won um so right
0: so so let's let's start so I think that there are what five components which we really want to hit during this episode so um, and then and then there's kind of like subtopics w- within that. So we want to talk about uh, an operating system mm-hmm. and basically your computer and how it all works and fits
1: together. Yep. And we also want to talk about what the back end means. And no, it's not all that junk inside your trunk. It is a um, way of like storing data in um, I guess, an app or a website or something like that. And then we're also going to talk about
0: the front end, which is essentially your your beautiful aesthetics and how something might look and feel and move and that kind of thing.
1: Yep. And then we're also going to just gloss over the internet, um, like which is going to be very glossy because it's mostly just like, have you seen a website? It's like a book, but digital. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it'll be something like that, but we'll tie it in to the previous subjects. You know what I mean? And then
0: I think we're going to talk a little bit about getting with it. And get. I didn't say getting with it. I said get, get, get <laughs> in with it. So G-I-T, get. which is uh, a platform to
1: basically (laughs) what does that acronym stand for mo uh goodness i
0: think this is really hard
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, goodness i think this is really hard yeah (laughs) get you can't tell me that's not the correct answer
0: but yeah, we're going to talk about Git. It's one of my favorites. I might not be able to tell you what it stands for, but hopefully we can have a little combo.
1: I've seen Mo use it correctly, and she even teaches me how to use it correctly on a daily basis. So she is more of an expert than we're coming off of right now. <laughs> mm, let's not uh, counter eggs before they hatch, shall we? <laughs> uh, right, 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 right.
0: And then is there anything else? that we wanted to touch on
1: or was that Um, that was no i think those are some good bits to start with and we'll go from there we'll go from there so let's uh
0: kick off shall we in the old long stretch in
1: the old (laughs) stretch in the day um right so now Now,
0: um
1: operating systems operating systems so what is an
0: operating system stacy
1: um, so you know you have a computer, like a MacBook or a Windows. That, those are the only two computers. Um, yeah, we don't need to think about any of the other computers. Uh, no, just, just those we We're just thinking about these today right now. Um, <laughs> so Mac and Windows have two separate operating systems, um, but it's basically how your computer runs programs and stuff on it um, because you need that base operating system to put things onto it exactly and like from there
0: you can code Mm. from there you can listen to spotify um from there you can do basically anything that you want to do on your laptop go on the internet and that kind of thing so when learning about
1: it how did how did you feel what was it like for you learning about operating systems so the first thing that we ever did in the operating course that I can remember, that I haven't blacked out, um, (laughs) (laughs) is we had a class or like a tutorial, I guess they were, where you'd go in and you'd work through some problems that the lecturer has set out for you and what those problems were, were exercises in the terminal. Which is basically... It's like the Matrix. It's the Matrix. If you think about any kind of movie where there's like a hacker or like some intense programming going on and you have the black screen with the green text on it, that's kind of like a terminal, I guess. That's the Hollywood interpretation of a terminal anyways. Um, And so... We would open up the terminal and then we'd do really simple things like listing out the files that are kept on the computer or, you know, making a new file, making a new folder. Um, switching Deleting bet- these things. Yeah, switching between them. So it's just a different way of accessing everything that's on your computer that doesn't have, like, a user interface. Like, you can interact with apps and files without actually having to click on them and type stuff into them. Um, You can just do it from the terminal. Um, but the best part of this entire course was I was working with something called Vim. We won't get into that today, but it's basically a way to edit code. And I couldn't... Or ex- like any... like. You could do a Word document in oh, Vim yeah. if you, you could really do a word, wanted to. You could. It's just a way of editing files, I suppose, is a better way to put Vim. Yeah, text, I'll probably text get text roasted for that in some way. Um, but, you know, I'm going to live through that. <laughs> but, yeah, you can edit things with Vim. And so I was editing a file with Vim because um, I was trying to write a Bash program in it. I didn't do very well at that, but, you know, listen. And um, I couldn't exit out. I couldn't figure out how to exit <laughs> yeah. out of Vim. What's the right <laughs> letter? Uh, Q! I? I don't know. Like, And so I accidentally pressed something, and a little pop-up came out. <gasps> and it let me oh, no. adjust the colors on the <laughs> terminal. And I was like, okay, assignment be damned. I'm going to make my terminal look really fucking rad as hell. And so um, I was adjusting the colors of the text. Because, you know, it's like the green and black is the classic, hacker, whatever. But I wanted be super different. And so I actually adjusted the color on my terminal to look like the same icy blue that is in the da, 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 Star da, da, Wars da, da, movies. Da, da, so like when you have that text, da, da, that's not the right song, though. Is it? No. Oh, crap. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, okay, good. So when you see the text coming up at the beginning, you have, like, the yellow Star Wars and then the icy blue of, like, the description of the storyline of the movie and, like, where we left off and all that stuff. So I made it match that blue was what I did that day. So that's what I think of operating systems. Thanks for asking. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: love it. I I feel like same customizing your terminal is, like, numero uno day one automatically Mm. it's like how can I make this in my mind look like the matrix but girly (laughs) so I just had like the black background and then made all the text pink Mm -hmm. which I have gotten lots of smack for in my day and they're like really you're that kind of girl you like a pink terminal and I'm like yes god damn it I love a pink terminal Leave me alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your terminal's pink and you still haven't found a way to exit Vim, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? I think it's really funny because
0: I remember on that very first day as well, like, being really confused about commands and how they all worked. And, like, I'd be Googling, you know, how to, um, you know, delete a file or how to move from, like... RMD. dir, rm dir oh dear (laughs) but it was one of those things where I kept uh, highlighting the whole command on the internet including the dollar sign and then when I pasted it in it was like command not found and I'm like but I'm following what it says on the internet command should be found like what's going on and it turns out it was just the dollar sign and the dollar sign was like the signal so like hot tip the dollar sign is the signal that lets you know it's a command for the terminal. And you don't need to highlight the dollar sign, but everything after the dollar sign, you highlight. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my uh big interaction. Hot tip,
1: hot tip. Hot tip, hot tip. Yeah. So when working in operating systems and I guess I don't even know if we've uh, really described this correctly, but you know, like you know what I mean. Like, so operating system is your computer. We're talking about a terminal, which is something you can open up on your computer and um, interact with. And then, um, it's just... bash is the language that you type into said terminal to interact with the operating system. Precisely, yes. And then from there, you
0: you open oh. up your IDE. Do you know what that stands
1: for? Integrated Development Environment.
0: Yeah. Actually, that's like the real one, I think. Yeah, that's the real one. That's actually the real one. I actually knew that. (laughs) I love it. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different programming languages for which you can code. Um, And some are suited for either front-end development or back-end development. Um, But we won't go too much into the programming languages yet, but I think that this is a good segue into backend development and what that really means. So, really, as you were saying before, it was all about um, handling data, storing data, and then um, making APIs or endpoints to make sh- to make sure that we can
1: access the data yep. and update the data from our applications. Yep. So basically, a database is like a giant Excel spreadsheet where you can keep loads of stuff. So like names, IDs, um, favorite colors, and so forth. An API is a database that somebody else has. Um, I don't know what that acronym stands for. I'll admit that here and now. Maybe should we do a quick Google? It's something application... Programming
0: interface, maybe. Oh, that's actually I think right. I think it's it's a solid guess anyway. <laughs>
1: Application programming interface. <laughs> Hell yeah!
0: <laughs>
1: Got it. Got yes. it in one. Um, but yes. So that is essentially like somebody else has a service with um data in it. So you can do an API for movie titles or something like that where you keep all that stuff and people can come and request information from it. Or you can make your own service, I suppose, as well. You could do. You could very well do. Um, And then a language that you might use to access this information is called MySQL or MySQL is often how it's pronounced, Um, but it's like M-Y-S-Q-L spelled out. And that stands for, Mo, my super quality language,
0: lovable language, <laughs> SQLL. Uh, do we have to Google this one too? Yeah, we definitely got to Google this one too. I don't know any of the the acronyms. Don't no. ask me to name any of the acronyms.
1: It's an open source, ah, oh, structured query language. Oh, structured query. Language, oh, my is the name of co-founder Michael Widenus' daughter. Oh, so he probably had like a daughter named Maya or something. So it's like my and then structured query language. That's cute. Aww. Aww look at <sighs> so cute. Getting wholesome on FBP today.
0: I hope one day I can name a programming language after my daughter. Hey, I'd name one
1: after myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll name one after you. Yeah, I'm here today, Mo. Only if you name one after me. Okay. Deal? Yeah. Deal. Pinky, pinky promise?
1: Pinky Ooh. promise! We have pinky <laughs> promise. This is part of history now.
0: <laughs> okay. Can we cheers? Can we mm. cheers to that? <laughs> All right. We got that in. It's important. Mm. It's very important to cheers. So, uh, what was uh, your experience using SQL? Um...
1: It was, okay, I think I made it more frustrating than it needed to be, <laughs> because the course we were taking was, like, uh, like algorithmic-based, so we had to write out, uh, what was it, what's the word? Algebra. We had to do algebra. Oh, yeah, relational algebra. Yeah, so we had to do a lot of relational algebra. Like, and no one told me I had to be good at math uh, for this. <laughs> i never added two numbers correctly in my life. Um, so two what, plus two equals ah, uh, stop one? that. It could be 2.01. <laughs> 2. I don't know. Um, two plus two equals two, amazing. Um, anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, basically, it was really frustrating because uh, there's this algebra that goes along with how the queries are actually run on a database, which is super interesting, sure, whatever. Um, but also it's not, and um, what you can learn from that is when you learn it the mathematical way it's a lot more complicated but essentially what an sql query is and does is really straightforward you select something so let's say select first name a value in the database from and then you give a table name so like let's say you have a table with students in it um this is the exact uh Example game. Um, But so you have a table with a list of students in it with IDs and blah 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 blah. And so if you select first name from the table of students where student ID equals three. Fine.
0: Two twenty-three.
1: (laughs) Twenty-three. Um then that query will return the first name of the student whose ID is 23, 23. Um, and I hate the way I sounded saying that out loud, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's essentially how it works, and when you want to get information from the back end, you're kind of most likely using a similar query to that.
0: Yeah, and it gets more or less complicated, but that's generally it, where you have a database, it stores all this data, and then you make a query to fetch and update and so on and so forth the data and where you do that is the front end where the front ends connected Connected to to the the back back end end. that's it that's the whole song (laughs) (laughs) we love this song we i feel like we've been
1: practicing that for weeks now Uh, but uh but the front end is a lot more interesting because front end is people facing well
0: i mean I think they're both interesting, but I think it's a little more sparkly. You know what I mean? It's it's glamorous, I think, in comparison. Yeah. Okay,
1: it does more than the back end because the back end is like ask and receive. Like, hey, I want to know the student's name. Okay, thanks for the student's name. And then the front end is more like, let's display it. Beautifully.
0: Yeah, I want to hover over this thing, and when I hover over it, it turns green instead of blue. Mm -hmm. And then when I unhover over it, it's disabled for some reason. I don't know. (laughs) Like, you can do really weird stuff with the front end that's really, like, creative and cool. Um, And what kind of languages do you use in the front end? Well, there are three which I think are particularly uh, vital to creating an entire front end system um without getting into they're they're all vanilla languages i think is, is mm, kind of how we tasty but it not chocolate vanilla. but vanilla
1: i think vanilla is an unsung hero of the flavor world i
0: know i love vanilla when i was a kid i would have never gone near it literally as they said wouldn't go near it with 10 foot pole Boing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh now i love it i'm like give me vanilla all day every day mm. uh but, yeah, so i'll I'll go into my metaphor with with the the languages. So the first things first is you have the HTML, and we're going to compare it to the body. And I, I think that that's like a really good metaphor to compare the front end. So HTML is the bone structure of the body. Do you know what HTML stands for?
1: HyperText Markup Language. HyperText Markup Language. Okay, so we've got a tally going. I know two. Calum you know two. two acronyms. That's
0: pretty good. <laughs> so HyperText Markup Language is basically a language with elements um, within the front end. So you would have a button element or a link element or um, the the classic div mm. or a classic span, which. The divide a divider yeah exactly a a break element um and and all of these things will um basically have how do i put it like you can you can wrap these uh elements in text and you can add colors to them and you know from there move
1: them around move
0: them around and from then on you get a whole beautiful website but the point is that HTML is the bone structure of the body, and then we get into the JS. What does JS stand for? JavaScript. JavaScript. Three. Three. Count them. Yeah, Three baby. Um, so JavaScript, I like to think, is the behavior of the body, mm-hmm. your personality, how you move, how you feel, and what you do, and and basically that is the
1: logic around yes the in the front end and with any logic language there is a series of javascript gods that you must constantly appease and if what you is do not the goat you
0: have to sacrifice the goat every at least, time you show up to your laptop
1: yeah every time you show up to your laptop or at least once a month um if you can't get the goat locally store-bought is fine um my javascript god is
0: mean to me then because only like grass fed organic goats oh. it accepts somebody's trying to save the world yeah i know For f- sake. <laughs> pardon moi oh no but uh yeah, sometimes the JavaScript gods yeah are
1: mean. They're it can very be mean, tricky. But you know the errors, it returns as well. Uh, they're never. They're always like blank is undefined, and they drive me insane because I have defined this variable. <laughs> I defined Linda, it right there. You know, like I've defined it in the top of the file. And you used a var instead of a let or something yeah, or silly const like that and it couldn't be rewritten or something. I so annoying.
0: But yeah, so that's so that's JavaScript in its entirety, basically. And when I learned JavaScript,
1: I hated it. I absolutely mm. hated it. But oh, now it's my favorite. It caused me to cry so many times, but Too many times. Exactly like you, it's not my favorite. Um I really like it. I know there's loads more to learn about it, but um, I cry maybe once a week instead of two times or three times a day. Exactly. The gods are, for now, <laughs> yeah. in your favor. Oh, the gods are forgiving. So the JavaScript gods are very forgiving. And I think my most favorite programming language, and some
0: people say this isn't a programming language, and if you do, if you are these people, tisk tisk, slap, slap. Oh. But uh, the, the last and final part of our body mm. is styling css do you know what that stands for cascading style sheets
1: cascading style sheets but listen it's not a programming language
0: it is it's We're like f- sql it's declarative
1: but it's not logical like it, you, you use can,
0: javascript for the logic you can have logic in there it's it very mathematic driven teach me teach me well right not now. right now <laughs> it is no it is it's it's a declarative programming language. Look it up on Google mm, right now. Okay, to the Google. Is CSS a programming language? Right now
1: here in the flesh. That's oh, the first one to come up. The main reason why HTML and CSS <gasps> aren't considered programming languages is because they only determine the structure of the style of the web page you're building. They don't contain any instructions like the other front-end languages. <gasps> I hate you Google. Well, i still consider you programming languages you look silly now
0: well we move on basically (laughs) css determines how you look and your style and that kind of thing so on and so forth it's it's the pretty
1: it's the pretty thing i love css i think it's fun um i'm terrible at it i will float everything left for no reason and I'm like, why isn't it floating right? Um, but then... But I want it to be <laughs> in the middle. Yeah, I mean, margin auto doesn't seem to be working. It's because I've ruined everything. But um, no, CSS is a good language. I, I'm not I'm not saying um, that it isn't good, Mariah, my dearest. But You're I'm just, just saying, saying it's not real. It just doesn't, it's, not a, it's not a real language. Colors aren't real. Colors are an illusion of the light. Um, you have your story and I have (laughs) mine
0: (laughs) Um, so yeah next up on the agenda is the
1: internet this is going to be a very (laughs) slow stop was that a jarring transition for you Um, so do you know what the internet is Mo Uh, the internet is God. have you ever seen Wreck-It Ralph
0: no Breaks the internet no You've never seen Wreck-It Ralph Breaks I, the Internet? I've never seen a single Ralph uh, in my life. Well, all Ralphs are great Ralphs, but especially the Wreck-It kind. But I'm telling you, if you watch Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet, that's like a networking class, and you might as well just get a degree after that. Like, that's that's all I have to say. Wow. But it's a vast network that connects computers all over the world. That
1: checks out. Because I can send an email to anyone. You can if you know their email address, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be the first thing you'd need to send someone an email, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would. But, but
0: still, hypothetically, if you knew their email, you could send anybody an email in the world.
1: Yeah. You can send us an email at fizzpud, fizzpud, fizzpud podcast at gmail.com Podcast Send us Dot Um not Yahoo. No. Yahoo's for squares. I have a Yahoo account. Um Me too, actually. <laughs> but Gmail. Gmail's, Gmail's the best mail. Gmail. Google Mail. Gangster um, mail. GWiz mail. Um but yeah, so the internet is essentially cool because since it's a big old network, you can put things on it, like websites and applications and stuff. So when you're going to FizzBuzz.com, which doesn't exist yet, um, <laughs> one day it'll exist on the big old network that is the internet. And like I said earlier, it's like a book, but bigger and worse. <laughs>
0: it's like a lot of books all put together. Lots of books. And then I think that the reason why we just wanted to very briefly touch on the internet is because the front-end, back-end operating systems, da-da-da-da-da, you have, you know, a web browser on your laptop, which is
1: then connected to... And hopefully it's not Microsoft Edge. (laughs) No, absolutely not. (laughs) Um, But essentially, yeah, like you want to put your cool app that you just made a back-end and front-end for somewhere if it's just living locally on your operating system you can't do anything with it right you can just show it to your mom and she's like cool i'm good proud of job. you yeah <laughs> um whereas well done mo like <laughs> yeah good job you did it and then but you can't show anybody else so if you want to show it to somebody else you got to use like a server which will then which is like a computer in timbuktu like a big old computer somewhere else um that somebody else air conditions and you don't have to worry about um but you know, you put it on the internet essentially so other people can look at it and make fun of it. Precisely. So that's I feel like that's our whistle stop. Yeah, that's over the, to the internet. internet. Thanks the internet. Back to you, Mo. <laughs> Back to me. Well, now we're going to
0: talk about the one and only git 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 it girl. Git git Uh so I feel like git and the reason why we're talking about git is because one we didn't learn this directly like in a class or anything, but it's really vital for handling picture. code, the big picture and um, working in groups with code. So like, for instance, we need to store our code somewhere and then we need to keep track of our version. So if I am working on a feature in the FizzBuzz podcast website and Stacy is working on another feature, we're both going to be working um, at the same time, at the same time, and we won't necessarily bump into each other. And if we yeah. do, we Merge have conflict. Merge
1: Conflict, which was the original <laughs> name for FizzBuzz podcast, but it was taken by people elsewhere, which is okay. Good which is okay for
0: being creative. Check out Merge Conflict's podcast, or don't, I don't know.
1: Don't tell people what to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> only listen to FizzBuzz. We are your only podcast now. We're definitely funnier than them. Oh, that's for sure. Obviously. I've never listened prettier to their podcast. Too. Definitely prettier. Prettier than Bill Gates. <laughs> I
0: mean, what? Anybody's prettier than Bill Gates. That's that's not a good comparison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor Bill Gates. Mm.
0: So, yeah, get, what What was it? What did I say?
1: Gosh. Gosh. I think it's very hard.
0: I think it's very hard. It's hard to come up with names. I'm not good at it. It's but... hard to...
1: Why does computer science have so many acronyms?
0: So we'll, we'll definitely talk about this more and just go through every single acronym that we absolutely know and just talk about acronyms. But for now, what does GIT stand for, Stacey?
1: It's an acronym for Global Information Tracker. Ooh. At least when it works properly, (laughs) it says this github.com
0: website. Um, I don't know about you, but when I started my job uh, as a software engineer, uh, I had someone come in and say like, oh, do you know about Git? And are you good at Git? And I was like, yeah, I'm great at Git. I know all things Git. And then he basically schooled me, Mm. not on purpose, obviously, but like, made me realize that I know nothing about git. But I was over here on my high horse thinking that I was, you know, the bomb <laughs> yeah, Dot com. <laughs> I can git add all files.
1: Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want me to do? Because that's it. <laughs> I mean, when oh. I learned about git stash. Yeah, git stash, man. Like, I, I didn't know where the changes would go because I didn't know you could do git stash pop to get them back. So let's say, like, you're working on a file, And somebody's like, oh, could you actually pull down the latest version of this file that we're held? This is a terrible explanation. Do you remember the data structure that that we use pop? Yeah. Git stash pop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it's it's not. Yeah. It pops it off the. Because it's basically like the most recent thing. It's not a list though.
1: Oh, it's a stack. A stack.
0: It's a stack. So that's how git stash works is (sighs) basically you can git pop, git
1: pop, git pop and it'll just keep going for really because i'll tell you an embarrassing story right now (laughs) um, without explaining this to the non-technical listener but i never knew how to get the stash back and i could have googled it i'm the only one at fault here but essentially i would do get stash and then i'd pull like the latest version of master and then i'd be like better do all my changes again oh no you <laughs> lost your changes yeah just because I didn't know how to do the get stash pop so like <gasps> um but that didn't last very long because I learned how to do it um shortly after but there's a good I want to say like an embarrassing like five or six times where that actually happened I mean but that's that's the thing the growing pains of of all of
0: this is like sometimes you just gotta like start over again i mean actually stacy and i were pairing uh pretty recently and i was like oh just delete the project and reclone it Mm -hmm. and then i thought it was gonna fix all of our problems nope it didn't it made it worse actually yeah (laughs)
1: because what was it It it's something to do with node wasn't it
0: yeah there was there was a wrong node version but don't don't get me started on node Ten, oh, tenge- tangent, 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 far, tangent, tangent, tangent. Tangent. Too far. Tangent. Too
1: far. But essentially, Git, what it does, is it allows you to keep track of your changes so you can work in a team where everyone's changing the same files, which is called master. And this master branch is kept far away from you so that nobody's constantly making changes to it. You pull down the latest version of master, and off of that version of master, you make your own branch, which you can name whatever you want. And you want to make a small change. You want to make FizzBuzz podcast and then underneath it with Mo and Stacy. So you're adding some text in your HTML file in the front end. Oh, it's coming together. It's all happening. Um, and so you make this change and then you push it up back into, you know, the yonder. The ether, as I like to say. The yonder. The internet. Um, <laughs> the internet. Um, and then you it's see... Like a web. If you can nice. actually blend it into master, which ninety nine percent of the time you can't because something's wrong, but usually it ends up working out and you can just merge it together. So then, merge conflicts. Your change goes into the master branch. I hope that made sense. I think I'm starting to get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So Getting obviously, Git can we can go a lot deeper on Git. Um, but essentially something's far away you make a copy you make a change you push it back to the master and then it's live away. and then live, it's live baby live only if you put it in production do you test in production um
0: after i test in dev <laughs> 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 i'm like be very careful how you answer that question um, but yeah that's okay. i think a wrap of
1: that's the bits, all the bits yeah. so how how does it all work together The back end's connected to the front front. end. That's
0: it. And the front end's connected to the internet. internet.
1: And you make changes to the whole project with
0: GitHub.
1: GitHub.
0: And then that's what it's all about your operating system. (laughs) And you view it on the operating
1: system. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Hope you followed along and understood all of that. If you didn't, there's a quiz. There's um, a quiz. <laughs> ask
0: ask us any questions. You can email us email as us. we've said, or you can also write us on uh, uh whatchamacallit Instagram? Instagram. So
1: email us at fizzbuzzpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, or also slide into our DMs at fizzbuzzpodcast on Instagram. So I think uh, that's a wrap. Is it? Is, Is that there anything
0: else two? we wanted to do? Episode Ooh. two Eek Girl.
1: Um, any any final final words? Any thoughts, concerns? Cool animal facts that you know about? Mm, well,
0: I was told that I wasn't allowed to mention pythons anymore. <gasps>
1: no, okay, episode <laughs> over. <laughs> Love Thanks you for all. Listening. Bye. Bye.